Stratum Space Project. Please welcome to the stage, Kill James Bond. Hello, Stressum. Hey. <laughs> oh, behave, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another Kill James Bond live show, number three of three. We're almost done. They made <laughs> another one of these movies. That's right. If you missed the first two nights, we are watching the Austin Powers series. And Austin Powers is a sort of parody Bond done by Canadian Mike Myers. And they're terrible. They're absolutely dog shit. The first night, our problem was it was sort of a decent comedy and we had to like fill time for an hour and a half. Again, neither of these two nights is that going to be a problem. It's, it's just, it's a very bad movie. <laughs> Are there any recurring jokes that we need to clue? Uh, by way of applause, who was yes. not here before? Who's new? <laughs> okay, so some recurring jokes that we need to clue you in on. Firstly, Mike Myers is Canadian. I yep. was very disturbed to learn this. Mm -hmm. Secondly, the Voyager space probe is transphobic. That's true. Thirdly, the final episode of Seinfeld ends when Seinfeld is killed in 9-11. That's right. And uh, Carrie Fisher, at the end of every event, comes out and is like, that's enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> that's how all of these movies end. It'll make... That's right. There are some fanbots. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, do you want to... Oh, oh. Yeah, I didn't realize you were doing audience participation on this one, but that's fine. We can change right. tack. And also the fembots. Great, thanks so much. Thank you. Do, do, you, do you want to just, like... Don't. Hence. <laughs> I yeah, don't we're... have machine guns in my tits. That was too expensive. I didn't get that one. Yeah, it's the premium shit. Then. Yeah. Mm. It's the kind of shit you want to get if you go to Thailand. Mm. <laughs> Sorry for coming down startling you, by the way, but this is now a show with like audience participation. That's right. <laughs> given we've decided night three. Mm -hmm. Given the amount of vivashine on this, the first three rows will get wet. <laughs> Maybe the rows behind them as well. You know. <laughs> but, Thank you very much. Speaking of nine eleven. Yes. Right. <laughs> It happened before this, film, this movie came this out. This film yeah. came out in 2002, which mm -hmm. I think prompts the urgent question, where was Austin Powers on 9-11? <laughs> oh, in he the Pentagon Command Center, going, <laughs> doesn't that look like a pair of tits? He's, unaccount <laughs> He's unaccounted for for two minutes, actually, if you look at the official like, <laughs> timeline of where he was. Yeah, but like in many ways, that's true. This, this is like not equipped to be a post 9-11 franchise. Like it's, uh, it, it's, you can't have Austin Powers in a, in a world that has the global war on terrorism, you know? It's, Cause imagine deploying him to Afghanistan <laughs> or Iraq. Like it's no, absolutely Terrorism's not. just not groovy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Deployed in Kabul, minute one. Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> A son of in a naughty boy. <laughs> oh. You know, the, the most frightening thing about this is I can hear you dialing in your Austin Powers and it's getting better every live show. <laughs> Thank 
God they didn't make a fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Genuinely when they reboot the franchise, I'll be, I'm going to have to be like, sorry, guys. I'm going to all have to be like, Austin Powers is a great series. We all really enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they keep threatening to do another one, much like Al-Qaeda. And... Mm. <laughs> They just don't have it in them. They don't have the source anymore. Much like Al-Qaeda. Much like Al-Qaeda. <laughs> after, after a years-long process to destabilize and assassinate the leaders of the Austin Powers franchise, <laughs> starting with Vern Troyer, that, that's... Oh, fuck off. It's a shame. It's a shame, fuck but off. that is how they got him. <laughs> <laughs> but so we start with... A topical Mission Impossible bit. And we did these series in the wrong order because we haven't done Mission Impossible yet. Um, but Mission Impossible 2 came out right when this did. And so they do a long, long, long Mission Impossible opening. And my sole note for this is too much money. And this is a, mm. it's, it's a real thing for, with comedies. They become victims of their own successes. You know, you, you make too much money, you're not funny anymore. This is never going to happen to us. No, no. <laughs> you start doing ridiculously, like, indulgent shit, like <laughs> yeah. wearing mesh uh -huh, body suits uh -huh. to a live shit. This works really well when I'm stood up, but sitting down, I'm going like... The entire fucking time. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad about my outfit, right? Because we've got, like, them bots... Fembot, your actual mum. <laughs> I mean, the sole benefit of this dress is that it does make it harder for enemy submarines to detect my heading or speed. Ah. <laughs> but so, all of this... <laughs> You're the only one, like, on topic for, like, 70s patterns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, the only one who wrote the assignment. <laughs> I wrote the assignment, and then you were like, no, I'm going to no. wear the catsuit. Yeah. And honestly, I respect that very much. Um, but so they do a long, long Mission Impossible sequence, which has actual stunts in it. And they spent money on this. Too much money, I would say. And the big reveal. <laughs> do you want to? Fuck, that's it. We're done. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll pad for a bit. All right. So the De Voyager Dev's space just probe. Left. <laughs> <laughs> did we just? Oh, here they come. And nice. that'll come out in the edit real smooth, I think. Um, I forgot to put my phone on charge. <laughs> For fuck's sake. It was in my pocket. I actually feel bad. I was got like a big... If anyone wants to take another photo of... No. <laughs> <laughs> but so the big reveal of all of this is that it's actually a movie they're making of Austin Powers that exists within the Austin Powers universe. And yeah. Austin Powers is played by Tom Cruise. But Tom Cruise sounds like this. Yeah, baby. All right, it's fun. So that we have what we think is Austin Powers parachuting out of a plane and like into a Jaguar and like speeding. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's not fine. He sounds like he's on Quaaludes. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, whatever else you can say about Tom Cruise, he's a producer who's currently working. <laughs> <laughs> so I really enjoy his work mm -hmm. in this and mm -hmm. everything else. Um, so he parachutes into a speeding car and then like rescues uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. A uh, Gwyneth Paltrow who appears with a name that if anyone is like working on OnlyFans and you're trans and you want a rebrand for free. Hi, I'm Dixie. Dixie Normus. And when, when they did that line, I just fell back in my chair like... <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't do that. They hadn't invented why that joke was funny yet. <laughs> Like, it's the that same. was the inspiration, actually. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. The, the invention of transgender was in that moment when Gwyneth Paltrow was like, yeah, my cock's enormous. 
it's the same shit as plenty of tool in um uh, diamonds are forever where it's like no you're not equipped to find that funny yet yeah mm. they, they weren't that's why they were like i bet your dad has a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the punchline ready no no they hadn't invented being trans yet and it really it hurts this joke do you but, know who so, else is in this fake austin powers trailer though a guy who is not currently working a man who is not currently working and therefore it is open season because mm-hmm. appearing appearing as dr evil in this like fake austin powers movie is Kevin Spacey. Yeah, and, and the joke here Not is... Not a name we should be cheering! <laughs> guy, in case I... some of you have been not reading the news for the last <laughs> several years. And huh? the, jo- the joke here fully is, Kevin Spacey could never be an evil man. <laughs> and bear in mind, in the previous movie, one of the jokes was, a fashion photographer could never be an evil man. So if they do make a fourth one, it's going to have a predictive power to it, and I'm quite frightened as to what they're going to find out by, by virtue of doing that. Danny oh. DeVito is also here? Yeah, Danny DeVito here needing money. Okay, um, so no cheer for that. All right, interesting. Wow. This is insulting. I hate this audience, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Night 2 is the best one. <laughs> All right. We're, we're turning them against each other. You know, we're Divide and conquer. That's Easy. right, that's right. <laughs> and Steven Spielberg as himself. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, th- the other thing, <laughs> yeah, Steven Spielberg. So, <laughs> so, so the, the other thing, the other I'm thing confused. about <laughs> the other thing about Danny DeVito, right, is that he's playing Mini Me, and it's it, pretty insulting that the in-universe parody of a character gets more lines than the actual character. Like actual Mini Me, Vern Troyer d- doesn't get any lines. Danny DeVito gets one and is therefore like infinity times more powerful in these movies. That's how it works. Vern Troyer goes e <laughs> fifty or sixty that's, times. That's true. That's true. He does make noises, but I'm not sure those count as scripted lines. Like if they're lines. in the script, it'd be like yeah. Mini Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mini Me. <laughs> Just for the night two heads. Uh, so, so we, we pull two out heads. and we. Who <laughs> <laughs> here based in night two plot for real? <laughs> nice. I didn't. I forgot to even introduce us. That's how. I'm that's how. I'm pretty sure at this point you can see my nipples. <laughs> I don't, they know who I fucking am. Yeah. yeah, we're on first name basis at that point. Yes, Devon, Alice, Abby. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so anyone here has wandered in from the street and didn't have a ticket? <laughs> Hold on a moment. <laughs> Wait a tick. Uh, so we, we, we zoom out and we realize this is a trailer being shot for the Austin Powers movie being directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. And then we go into and the real oh, and Austin Powers is watching well, this. They, they really suck off Steven Spielberg too. And I, I know he's a director who's still working, right? But like there's, this movie has a real sort of like star fucker aspect to it. And I can explain this by the fact that when they introduce Steven Spielberg, Austin Powers looks straight down the camera and says, So Steven Spielberg, the grooviest filmmaker in the history of cinema. Great, thanks. Is he it's a like, sir? Is he a knight? I don't know. But like, I also, uh, one thing I do know is he's not the grooviest filmmaker in the history of cinema. Um, but That title, yeah. of course, goes to Denny Villeneuve. That's right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Chose that at random, so glad that you... <laughs> Literally, first a, a name strong... I thought of, got some, got some Villeneuve heads in. I mean, <laughs> you could convince me on it pretty Villeneuve easily. Pill, yeah. <laughs> the Villeneuve pill, very like um, geometrically shaped, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Looks a lot like concrete. <laughs> really difficult. Yeah. Really difficult to so, swallow. <laughs> at this point, this sets us up into the third dance opening. Mm-hmm. This time they have more money, and so the dancers are better. Like, there's more budget going into it, but like, and it's meant to be more extravagant and stuff. 
but it can't stop doing the thing where it's like Mike Myers has been too successful and made too many friends in Hollywood, and now all he can talk about is how cool his friends are. So it's, it will just stop the movie to be like, hey, check this out, Quincy Jones. I was just texting Finster about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> like Sorry. I say, this will never happen to us. <laughs> check out I, Quincy I Jones. Check out, uh, God, who's the other one? Britney Spears. Britney Spears, she's in this. Yeah. Britney is in this movie. She's uh, a fembot. That's true. <laughs> they, they do like a fembot callback and Austin Powers kills Britney, which, mm, no. yeah, I don't feel great about, to be mm-hmm. honest. She's um, in the credits, though. She comes back. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I will say... watching once again as soon as... The <laughs> I was like, yeah, as, as soon as Carrie Fisher, like, granted you license to leave, you're just gone, you know? Uh, but no, this, this stinks of desperation, and the movie, too. Um, and, like, again, the other thing, Mike Myers looks older, like, a lot older, but he's not leaning into it, despite the fact that the best joke in the first movie was... There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. But instead, like, the teeth get better, the hair gets better, and he, like, he he looks like an older dude who is, like, not accepting of it. And, like, even the fake teeth aren't as bad. He's also just in his affect about, like, only two-thirds as comedic as he was previously. I don't know if something happened yeah. to him. Maybe it was 9-11. But, like, <laughs> it might have been. He's just a bit more kind of serious in this film in a way that doesn't quite work. I, I think it's because... The previous ones had like broadly good reviews and it went to his head. Or at least the second one made a lot of money like the first one did. And the first one had good reviews. And he was like, no, maybe, actually, maybe I'm a serious filmmaker here. And maybe this is going to, maybe I'm Dennis Villeneuve. (laughs) You know? Maybe I can have like a heartwarming lesson to this one. Yeah, maybe. And like, if it had had, (laughs) if it had had like 5% more bite to it, you'd be like, okay, but it doesn't. Instead, all of the jokes are like, Oh, Tom Cruise, he makes pretty epic movies. And like, okay, sure, that's the only joke you can make about Tom Cruise if you want him to be in your movie. <laughs> because he's And a- I do. <laughs> <laughs> Very thin-skinned man, folks. Who, uh, who, who among us would toothlessly parody Tom Cruise because we <laughs> are worried about annoying him? Yeah, when are we going to do the Mission Impossible franchise? <laughs> don't, don't put it on. <laughs> when, are, when are they casting the next one? but so now we have to go to dr evil's evil headquarters which is behind the hollywood sign uh because we've set our theme for this which is mike myers is big in hollywood now um (laughs) so okay i I wrote a number of notes all of which were just during the opening titles the first Mm. one was First one was in order. Hate to see, hate to see, hate to see, love to see. <laughs> do you, do you, those are anonymized for the protection of Abby's career. You know? The second Soul Bossanova Over started hitting, I wrote mm-hmm. this again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's already so self-indulgent. And I, <laughs> I thought, no, it's just, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> and then, and then this, the, like, he walks out. The, the Britney Spears thing is, is fascinating because she's doing like one of her Britney Spears ass um, yeah, it's music videos, yeah. yeah. And he comes in with all of his sixties guys, and then like causes her head to explode by being too epic. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a meta commentary that I think is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually cooler than Britney. And then it's he goes, <laughs> he goes, I did it again, baby. Regarding like making a fembot's head explode and with with his mojo, and I just that- wrote, that's the thesis statement of the fucking movie. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> did it again? It's a really dated joke too, because that was like 
God, like five, ten years old at that point. And oops. it's, yeah, oops, I did it again. Because mm. this is like mid to late career Britney as a, you know, yeah. scholar and advanced Britney studies. Of course. Um, a Britneyologist, which yes. is a new Patreon series. <laughs> <laughs> patent pending, patent yeah. pending. It's a really good idea. <laughs> no, I mean, Britney, Britney looks miserable in this movie, as did I watching it. Um, They've kind of forgotten the central joke, though, which is that Austin Powers isn't cool or sexy yeah. like, outside of Britain. Yes. Exactly. They, it, they, it's funny in the first one when, like, this is the sexiest man in Britain and he looks like this. But if he's in Hollywood, people should just be like, who the fuck is this nonce? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, right? <laughs> it's complete bit collapse. Like, the, the whole point of the fucking movies was that this guy sucks. <laughs> but by the third one, they were like, Fuck, maybe Austin rocks. Yeah, and it's maybe, like, no. maybe he's cool. It's not funny if he's cool. <laughs> so uh, it's hubris, is what it is. It's a hubristic movie. Um, but so we got to go to Doctor Evil, who again is a character that the movie finds funnier than Austin Powers, also played by Mike Myers, five uh, percent gayer Blofeld. And Even he's kind of half-assing it though. He doesn't yes. have the shit on his face anymore. He just looks like a normal dude in a bald cap. Mm-hmm. He yeah. didn't want to spend as long in the makeup chair, I assume. <laughs> It's like, it's so phoned in. Mm. Like, the the effort is so much lower. But also, the establishing shot here is him wearing, uh, you know, I, I think three foot tall Vern Troyer mini-me in a baby carrier. And, okay, which of you laughed? Can we have a spotlight? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I know what they wanted here structurally. It was like a quick visual gag, right? What it is, it's like literally infantilizing, right? And it's, it's... Not to be like, this is part of a pattern about the movie with the guy with the bad teeth, but like, it legitimately is because he never gets to do anything else. And it's so insulting. Um, and we meet up with uh, Dr. Evil's, Dr. Evil's team of hench people once again. Uh, we got number two, who's Robert Wagner with the eye patch. Uh, we got Frau Fabesner, who's like evil and German and lesbian, if they remember to do that this movie. Um, I don't think they did. I think no. they. I think they forgot. In fact, I think Dr. Evil is slightly homophobic at one point in this, so he's actually gone backwards. Oh yeah, he literally, uh, he says. I don't think that's something one dude should say to another dude. Which is, yeah, same character in a previous movie was like less homophobic than that. But, you know, like a British newspaper, he just got more transphobic <laughs> after the 2000s. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess the other thing is, number two's evil plan, or like front operation, is to run like a Hollywood talent agency and then name drop a bunch. And I heard a joke once that the more successful a stand-up comedian is, you can tell because more of their jokes are about, you know, hotels and airports. <laughs> With a movie series, more of it becomes about Hollywood. And, it, you know, you start getting these things that are described as like love letters to Hollywood. And it's like, it's really grim. I, I don't know what happens to podcasters. I hope something good. <laughs> Keep starting more. That's yeah. all. <laughs> who is the most? Who is the most successful podcast in the world? Who is that? Oh, uh, Joe, God, Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, Joe Rogan. Literally, it is Joe Rogan. Career. Okay. Can you, can you, you pull that up on screen, screen Jamie? <laughs> Which, to be fair, Spotify. If you want to give us ten million per episode, <laughs> what am I going to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, yeah, we also introduced number number two's assistant, number three, and number three has a large mole on his face. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like minute five and we're 
Some of you have remembered your school bullies, I hear. Mm. Because the second he shows up with this mole in his face, it's uh, Fred Savage, by the way, from the Wonder Years and from the uh, list of allegations section of his Wikipedia page. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, not currently working. Uh, but so, as soon as he shows up, Dr. Evil goes, Whoa! With a complete with a zoom effect as they zoom in on this giant mole, right? And, like, I've, everyone in this room has a facial deformity. Yeah, like, 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 Dr. Evil's got a big fucking scar yeah, down. Number yeah. two's missing an eye and he's got a big burn patch. But, like, uh -huh. the mole is just like, oh, that's, let's that, get that's the one thing. 40 to 50 minutes out yeah, of They should have, like, mm -hmm. made more out of the fact that, like, literally everyone in that scene has some kind of yeah. like, facial <laughs> fuck up in this. Like, <laughs> it should have been, like, Dr. Evil just spotting all of them again and you and just be like, whoa! <laughs> just, like, <laughs> looking at whoa! everyone in, in order and be like, whoa! <laughs> In a <laughs> See, like a we're just funnier movie. We're yeah. just writing a better movie uh. for them. We keep doing this, and we've we've got to stop doing it. But, uh, but yeah, so this is this is his assistant, uh, and we do a long bit about how you're not supposed to identify that someone has a mole on their face. And the the comedy in this, we will be repeating this bit five or six times, is guy trying not to say the thing he's not allowed to say. Right, but that like a legitimate cultural shift happened where it like something changed in the culture and it changed from seeing a guy with a giant mole on his face going from like oh you're not supposed to point and stare to be like no that's a legitimately terrible thing to do like and I it really it dates it so so badly in the original draft of the script oh Christ what was the mole because I'm guessing it just has the hallmark of something that's been like oh, toned down oh it was his dick down. originally it was his dick originally okay yeah <laughs> no <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> it, it took a minute though uh, no. I'd probably be quite surprised if someone had a huge dick on their face to be fair <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, okay yeah, fair enough okay uh, cool not necessarily displeased just uh huh <laughs> So wouldn't expect it, you know? <laughs> but we, we, we announced the evil plan here, which is... Dr. Evil has a time machine, by the mm -hmm. way, from the last film, if you, if you need catching up. Yes. And there's this guy... Don't worry about it. ...called Goldmember, who... You remember how Goldfinger was, like, European and all Europeans are perverts? Mm -hmm. A fourth Mike Myers <laughs> has struck the movie. They are reproducing themselves exponentially at this point. Later like, on, we get scenes where Goldmember, Dr. Evil, and Austin are all talking to each other, and it's like, my God. Mm -hmm. Lots of shots of, like, the back of Double's heads. Mm. Uh, but so, Goldmember has, uh, first of all, he has lost his penis in an unfortunate smelting accident. I think the implication is he loved gold so much he tried to have sex with gold. Yes. I think that's yeah. it, yeah. And he has a tractor beam, and they're going to make uh, like a, a golden asteroid hit the Earth and flood the polar ice caps. Which... Oh, um, and uh, Goldmember lives in the 70s. Yes. Don't worry about it. This is not important. But No. Uh... Again, because this is the other thing. It's like not a movie, structurally. It's a series of sketches, and the sketches aren't very good. It's like overgrown Saturday Night Live. Um, we, we do like another bit about Dr. Evil cutting off his, his dirtbag teenage son, Scott, every time he tries to speak. And then much like the movie, Scott says, You know, this is causing me serious psychological harm. <laughs> also, the evil plot is called uh, Preparation H, which is the name of a hemorrhoid cream. 
Cool. <laughs> Surreal, just like, oh. like, oh, that's what that was. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. what that was. Yeah, I'll just come down and I'll explain this movie with like <laughs> no jokes to you. Um, so the plan is Dr. Evil's going to travel to 1975, get Goldmember, get the tractor beam, cause the asteroid to crash, whatever. And then we do get something which I, I was quite surprised by, which is that Austin Powers appears, defeats Dr. Evil and arrests him straight away. Just straight away, just like turns up, pulls a gun on him and is like, freeze, you're under arrest. And it's like, oh, fuck, all right. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a nice little inversion of the thing. But then, right, they, they, they get like convicted in the UN or some shit like that. Mini-me moons the court. And then Austin gets knighted by the queen. A match. A match herself. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> She's up there with Vern Troyer now. <laughs> He's also been nice. She, you can't stop her knighting people like that. Bam, bam, yeah, bam. Everyone, all the time. It's like Mormonism. You know, everyone who has died has been retroactively knighted by the queen in heaven. And, you know, some of them don't feel grace about it. Um, but so, so Austin gets knighted and he's like, I, I owe it all to my dad. Uh, at, at which point he goes... First yeah. mention of this man. Yes. In the entire franchise. My dad, Nigel, my dad's powers. Um, stand up and take a bow. And then we cut to his seat, which has a big reserved sign on it. And he's just not fucking there. He's a deadbeat dad. He's not showing up. And don't awe that. Don't awe that because the movie wants you to think that it has a real emotional core and it doesn't. <laughs> but then everyone there, including the royal family, laughs at Austin. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's funny. Right. Like, isn't there ever yeah. points at yeah. Austin? It's like, what the fuck? I, my, I was thinking like, Britain isn't that cruel. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> bitch made. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing that the, the movies previous to this did was they cut between scenes with a little like interstitial of like Mike Myers 60s comedy band called Ming T. It's atrocious, but it was just like, you know, a little five, ten seconds of like Austin mm. Powers' face right next to the camera. Yeah, really close. Yeah, like way up there. Um, but this time, again, people stopped being able to say no to Mike Myers. And so we get a whole song from his band about oh. Austin Powers' dad, and it fucking sucks. It sucks so bad. Hey, those of you groaning, don't worry, that's song number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For those of you in the audience going, <laughs> I feel you, I, I, I really do. Um, so, mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. we then. get to right. this bit. Okay. Right, do you right. want to just take this one, the no, next 20 no, minutes? No, no, okay. don't worry about okay. it. So, so Austin, Austin's in his like, He's in his apartment. Uh, he's like, they do some product placement for Heineken. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what kind of beer he was drinking. There yeah. is an, Good al- to know. an alarming amount placement. of product placement in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Co-op water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting no money from Thatcher's. Yeah. And at this point, we loom towards two drops that I have labeled as racist one and racist two dot wav. <laughs> Is that a logarithmic scale? Or? Yeah, they, they yes. are. Uh, the, oh, good for the logarithmic scale heads. <laughs> for your logarithm pilled. Um, <laughs> There's he, more of you than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> more of you than there were originally, somehow. So, <laughs> don't let them know I don't know what a logarithmic scale is. <laughs> So like doubles every time. I actually wrote that joke. I ghost wrote that joke. I haven't studied maths in over ten years. (laughs) But so this this is two thousand and two. This movie came out, and Austin Powers meets 
An Asian woman. Mm-hmm. An Asian woman who introduces herself thusly. Can I have autograph? Of course! Your name is... Fukumi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And she's wearing a, a, a Japanese sort of like quasi-schoolgirl outfit, which, uh, mm-hmm. first of all, nonce. Mm. <laughs> I think I think we can feel clear about this. Austin Powers, not a dude who came out of the sort of like historical allegations thing well at all. Mm. Um, I mean, they're really historical because he was frozen for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> he did some fuck shit in the 50s. <laughs> like, just now coming to life. <laughs> but yeah, so this is uh, an actress who is not Japanese playing a Japanese woman named mm. Fuck Me, which mm. is not a Japanese not name. Japanese name, you can't make that. And then, mm. a second later, we introduce her twin sister... This is my twin sister. Her name fuck you. It's it's just it's reprehensible. It's shit that like you know pub landlords who are currently uh, like getting investigated for, ho- for like having racist dolls in their pub would post on Facebook. It's like who remembers when you could make a joke like this in the seventies? Also, these two actors are not twins. They're not related. No, no, they're, they're they two just like really separate. I think one of them's alike. like Japanese American. Yeah, yeah. Mm. These aren't their natural accents either. I looked up clips that they, they, they were made to do this. Yeah, and they really hammer this. Uh, this hammer this so bad. Dude. This I, I mean, punchline home. I I have been accused on multiple occasions on this podcast before of having a. I can excuse racism, but a badly written joke. <laughs> but but she goes. I'm I'm. She goes. Fuck me, and he goes, "Ooh, naughty!" And then she goes, "Fuck me," and he's like, Aww. And then she goes, "No, my name's Fuck me," and he's like, "Oh, I thought you said fuck me." And she goes, "No, my name is actually Fuck me." And then she goes and gets her sister, who says, "Fuck you," and he goes, "Whoa!" And then this woman goes, "No, no, her name is actually Fuck you, and mine is Fuck me." So what we get there is the joke. Austin explains the joke. They do the joke again. She explains the joke. <laughs> Then they do the joke again. <laughs> and at a certain point, you've got to be like, I, yes, okay. I, under- <laughs> I get it, man. I get it. <laughs> also, like, the, the later these movies get in time, the worse it gets. Because I feel like, okay, 1997, you know, whatever. It was a different time, right? <laughs> after, <laughs> after, mm. after Jerry Seinfeld did 9-11 and we all... <laughs> That's a total change to the mythology. <laughs> sorry, sorry. After 9-11... Dude, 9-11. He was killed in 9-11. This one. After, after Jerry Seinfeld... Take down the great city. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld being oh, like... Oh, I crashed Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld doing the Mark Coming Wahlberg thing. Coming out of the thing. cockpit. What's going on? <laughs> Coming out of the cockpit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld doing the Mark Wahlberg thing of if I'd have been on those planes, it wouldn't have gone down like that because they would have hit the Capitol. <laughs> but What's you the deal with airline? <laughs> you crashed the plane? We crashed the plane, Jerry! <laughs> Kramer, what's going on in there? <laughs> Coming out of the pilot cabin? God, if 9-11 stops being funny, this podcast is fucked. <laughs> yeah... We're going to do a live show in America and die. <laughs> it's going to be like Austin Powers in 10 years' time. It is all this in many ways, yeah. 9-11 stopping being funny would be this podcast's 9-11. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so the movie. <laughs> right, so after after Jerry Seinfeld did 9-11 and we all like became adults, right? And we mm-hmm. some of us realized And then I was born. Yeah. Yes. Some of us realized that maybe this 60s shit was pretty dodgy, right? And like Okay, maybe like you didn't know that in the nineties. By two thousand and one, two thousand two, you had you couldn't make these kinds of jokes without knowing about that shit. Like Louis Thoreau was going to Jimmy Savile's house to be like, uh, "Not much." <laughs> like, he- <laughs> I I don't know. But so he- mercifully, this scene is interrupted by Basil exposition because Austin boss. is about to have this like he's about to have sex with these two yeah Japanese which is literally twins. an item on his to-do list is have sex with Japanese twins uh, which ugh. um and you can't make those names using Japanese like, you can't even know no, maybe, no. even so she also says that she's very sexful quote she unquote, does. which is a direct quote from you only, you only pussy on the moon. No, you only Finger, live twice because I, uh, that's Mike Myers' favorite fucking Bond film. Yeah, he yeah. won't stop fucking referencing. <laughs> what? How would that be your favorite too? Like it's. Oh. It was also our favorite for different reasons. It was. Yeah, it gave us kill Bond. Now. <laughs> it's the most outrageous, at least. That's mm, that's. It true. also gave us much later. It gave us. Muppet James Bond. That's right. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite bits. That's for the premium heads. If you did a if you did a Muppet Austin Powers, this would be a lot more defensible, I think. But in any case, Basil Exposition, his boss shows up and is like, yeah, your dad's been kidnapped. That's not why he wasn't there, by the way. He just doesn't love you. Um I've you know, told that, that, that joke is... funnier than the movie does. I love that they made it clear. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, no. Yeah. Um and yeah, Goldmember has kidnapped your dad. Here are some dudes whose dicks he has painted gold because that's what happens in Goldfinger, kind of. Um, and your dad is being held in 1970. Yeah, 1970 something. Uh, but the only way to find out what Goldmember will do because he's a mad genius is to go and ask Dr. Evil yeah. in prison so that we can do an extended Silence of the Lambs bit. Yeah, see, this is the thing, right? Like, doing the Hannibal evil genius thing of like, oh, he's in the fucking special cell because he's so smart and you've got to go and, like, talk to him, right? Like, this is hack shit. It's the sign of a franchise that's running out of ideas. And then the Bond franchise did they just this. actually did it. They just did this unironically no in No die. Time to Die, yeah. <laughs> I think the best example of this we've seen on the podcast was still Cats and Dogs 2. It was. <laughs> unironically, yeah. Also a movie about 9-11. Mm. But, so, but yeah. so they go to they go to meet Dr. Evil, who is in the Magneto cell from X-Men. Uh, uh, and he's like, yeah, if you get me a transfer to a regular prison then I will tell you where your dad is, and he's in 1970-whatever. Um, and it, this one's kind of funny. Like, that's the best compliment I can give to this movie is, yeah, it's alright. It's, it's okay. It's fine. Uh, but now, Austin... Oh, actually, no. There's a flashback here. There's a flashback. Here. There's yeah. a fucking flashback here. Another sign of a movie that has run out of ideas. Well, um, I think so. So we flash back to Austin and Doctor Evil as children at mm. British Spy Intelligence Academy, yeah, whatever it's called. Um, and 
This is actually quite eaten, clever because I've eaten. <laughs> I think the I think the film has quite correctly picked up on the fact that they have a lot of like children fans. Sure. So we get to see these two younger actors do very good impersonations. Remarkably of solid, yeah. Austin Powers and and Doctor Evil. Mm-hmm. So we see like them as young. Like, but the thing is, they haven't like changed or they're still who we know them to be. Yeah. So Austin is like seventeen is still shagging Doctor Evil. Yeah, he's, is still he's getting nerd. fucking macroned by his French teacher. Like he's getting groomed. <laughs> And honestly, in the house, nice. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe uh, the first lady of France used to be his teacher. You can Google it. Genuinely, uh, like, yeah. yeah. But look, maybe him getting fucking groomed in school goes some way to explain his like insane lack of sexual boundaries. Do, do we think maybe that like? Do I make you horny, baby? Is something that someone says when they're psychologically healthy, but. <laughs> No, the movie doesn't. Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> yeah, do, I make, do I make you horny? Yeah. Does does speak good enough French for that, my friend? Do I make you horny, but baby? But I do kiss that way. <laughs> so, so we also find out why Doctor oh. Evil turns evil, um, which is Austin like steals the International Man of Mystery award, which takes the form of giving him his pendant thing, the little like male symbol pendant he wears around his neck all three movies. Two things. <laughs> Sorry, please go ahead. No, no, no. I have, I have you go right ahead. Mine okay. was just going to be like a vague noise. Two things. <laughs> two things. Thing one: uh, it's Austin is now wearing a trophy he got in school as an adult man. <laughs> Thing two: this involves a shot of a British schoolteacher putting a male symbol necklace around a child's <laughs> neck. <laughs> Most N- normal thing to have happened in a British <laughs> private school. Now of days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shortly this will become mandatory for every child. <laughs> With a big pointy hat. No, yeah. we won't go there. This this scene doesn't really like contribute anything to the movie. It's just there and then we have to go well, back oh, to well, so Austin well. is uh, past Austin as a child is like, oh, I owe it all to my dad. Everyone include the clap for him. And he's also not there yet because we're drawing out the reveal of which actor plays and his And then father. everyone goes, ah, ha, 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 pointing at him. And there's the same old man laughing, which I do think is funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. All of the like better jokes in this are just like kind of lifts from Top Secret or Airplane, that kind of like Zucker Abram Zucker sort of metier, right? And they do sort of passable impressions of that one. It's that or physical comedy. It's funny. Everything else, dog shit. And the effort gets so much lower each time. And now we're here at rock bottom. Um, so Austin in the present has to go to 1979 and last time there was a time machine in a car, a VW Beetle, which I sort of went off about. Now it's, it's a pimp mobile. Smashing Basil, a pimp mobile. Now, I don't know if any of you remember the movie Live and Let Die, <laughs> the most racist Bond movie. Um, but that features Felix Leiter using the word pimpmobile as a slur, like to, to indicate that Felix was racist. <laughs> he was white at this point. Yeah. <laughs> this is before he lost his legs and became black. Yeah. If you remember. Yeah. And then gay and then, and then yeah. white and mm, then black. Yeah. yeah. But before, but after he was gay the first time. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> was that the one where he was talking about soup? No, that was a different one. <laughs> no, that was... Felix has had some lives, huh? Mm. Felix is like the doctor. He just kind of comes out. Uh huh. Uh huh. But so. I still think the funniest bit, this is like the funniest bit of No Time to Die, was, mm. when, was when Felix is dying and Daniel Craig goes, We've got three harder things than this. And it just went, Yeah, remember that time you lost your legs to a shark? <laughs> <laughs> to be- I wanted it to fucking say it. In my head, he said that the same way Ray Fine said cunt to Andy <laughs> <Scott. laughs> <laughs> 
Bond. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so. Remember Bond? <laughs> yeah. Remember James Bond? Uh, so Austin activates the time machine, and the Pimpmobile starts like rocking on hydraulics, like a lowrider, which is a different thing. From a different part of the, it's a completely different. This is about the level of cultural sensitivity we're going to be pitched at here. Well, um, this is kind of what like what a white British spy person would build, given this brief. Sure, that's true, but I don't want to give this movie credit. No, no, I don't think that's deliberate at all. For anything. Mm. Um, and so he goes back to New York City, nineteen seventy something, in the pimp outfit from the movie The Mac. Um, and I looked into getting that coat for this live show. <laughs> yeah, it, it, to be fair, it would have gone off. Yeah, uh, that, I had a brief think about it. But actually, what a British podcaster's idea of being uh, like culturally sensitive is. Uh, <laughs> I looked into it and was like, probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, better not. Mm. Um, at which point, he goes into the club and Beyonce... Beyonce is on stage performing. <laughs> the the Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, like yeah. actual I like Beyonce. That fucking reaction gif was just like Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Beyonce hits this movie like Seinfeld hit those towers. Like, <laughs> I I was impacted so hard I changed gender. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, the oh, thing I about Beyonce. Nice to give you something. The thing about Beyonce is she is blonde and American. And so, therefore, you, you, you're put in a compromising position. Those are the two things. That's right. I guess. I guess the problem is, like, I was struck by this thought watching Beyonce on stage. She's not even credited as Beyonce. It's Beyonce Knoll. She didn't even have the mononym yet. And you know, if you don't have the mononym yet, when you're headed for a mononym, if you don't have the mononym, you're basically shit. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's basically over for you. Yeah. But the thought occurred to me: if Beyonce hadn't secured the bag, she might still be doing this. Like, yeah, this is a glimpse into like the other timeline. Yeah, <laughs> where Beyonce was just having to do this kind of shit. If she hadn't like hit the big become Beyonce button, mm. if anyone knows where that is? Uh... <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn refuses to hit <laughs> the become Beyonce button. And fair enough, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see how that could be problematic. Uh... <laughs> but... <laughs> But Beyonce is here. She's playing the character of Foxy Cleopatra. Yeah, Foxy Brown, Cleopatra Jones, two mm-hmm. black exploitation heroines mm-hmm. smashed together. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she sings a song called "Goldmember" as yeah. Goldmember arrives, played by Mike Myers. Yes, yep. and if you if you don't know what Goldmember's deal is, <laughs> hey everybody, I'm from Holland. Isn't that beer? That's basically it. That's yeah. the bit. For the whole movie. But they, they say named... that almost verbatim like three or four times in the film. Mm-hmm. They named the movie after this character. Yeah. They were so like, This confident. is the big breakout character, gold mm-hmm. member. Mm. That, that he, he that, that's it. He's got a penis made of gold. Yep. He's from Holland. Yep. Uh, and also they do this thing where they only, I think they kind of like, Tried it and then abandoned it where he like eats his own skin. I, yeah, strange. What was that? Like, There's uh, so many aspects to gold members. It's like cut like two or three. Like, mm-hmm. my- <laughs> I always find Europerv kind of a fun bit, but like, I, I just think about how this is a movie franchise for school bullies, like by and for. Growing up Dutch in the, in the UK in the 2000s must have been. Ooh. Must have been fucking miserable. Mm. Not because of this movie, just in general. Mm. Yeah, you're in Britain and you're Dutch. <laughs> Ugh. 
So he meets Beyonce, and they do this scene that they've lifted from a piece of Sellers comedy, where she's. This is good. Yeah, it's a it's a good joke, which is why is how you know it's stolen. Um, is she's sitting with her back to him, and then Nathan Lane, who was still in the closet at this point, possibly, um, is sort of like lip syncing her in order to make it seem like he's having a conversation with Austin. And you do a bunch of fun jokes with that. Nathan Lane's sort of like serving, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah, he fucking, um, he fucking nails it's, this. It's really good. Like, it's yeah. a perfect joke. They set up the expectation and they keep subverting it. Like, at one point he closes, like, his finger in a makeup mirror and Foxy Cleopatra goes, ouch. And Austin's <laughs> like... And it's like... It's actually good, which yeah. now I'm I'm fucking furious to find out. Ah. But it's well, I, I can I can think of two things to cancel this with. First of all, is that it ends with a gay joke, which is Nathan Lane trying to kiss Austin mm-hmm. uh, and and Beyonce being like, huh? uh, the other thing is that Foxy Cleopatra's backstory is that Austin left her. He like jilted her eight <laughs> years ago. <laughs> now, Beyonce, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but look look at this man. <laughs> If and you're then in your head, just, 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 just picture Beyonce as in from you, Beyonce. <laughs> you know what she looks like. It's yeah. Beyonce. He, he left her. That's, that's not even the angle I'm taking. The angle I'm taking is when, they filmed, the when they filmed this movie, Beyonce, 20 years old. She was jilted when eight they years this. ago. Yes. Oh, yeah. She was 20. So when... when <laughs> so he left her when she legal. was 12... Again, historical allegations. Yeah, <laughs> Vladimir also... Nabokov has logged on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Austin goes to like rescue his dad. His dad, by the way, because he looks a bit like him because they have the same glasses in common. It's Michael Caine. It's Michael fucking Michael, Caine. My name is Michael Caine. Because Michael Caine did a series of movies about a spy called Harry Palmer, who's like a, a working class piece of shit. Yeah, someone's seen Funeral in Berlin. It's bloody yeah. good. It, th- we'll they're it. a good we'll series of movies. You know what this isn't? A good series of movies. But the vibe is, the vibe is that his dad, Nigel, is just like Austin Powers Again, like this is where he got it from. He's like a shag. He's backstage, like he's like shagging his four guards who are all ten out of ten smoke shop baddies. And I'm like, you couldn't come up with something more creative for like what his father is like. Like his father's Colin Firth, and it's just normal. Wouldn't that have been fun? Like, I don't know anything. No, and, and instead, Michael Caine showed up to work, and he was like, "Yeah, I will give you an hour and a half of Harry Palmer again. I will not put in any effort, and I will collect my paycheck. Goodbye, forever." <laughs> Which is and that's a king. Yeah, that's 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 a decent sort of thing. It hurts the movie, but who cares? The movie doesn't deserve it. You know, they um, they do a bit where Austin and his dad have to communicate without alerting the guards as to what they're saying. So they use Cockney rhyming slang, and the subtitles translate. But then the subtitles give up and just get a question mark. I did think that was quite funny. I thought that was right. Yeah, because you know yeah, English I, people are incomprehensible. I'm English. Yeah, um, <laughs> I wrote this bit's racist against English brackets. Good. Yep. Yep. Correct. <laughs> correct. Um, at which point they get captured by Goldmember and we have to be racist against the Dutch, which is also good. good. Yeah. Yeah. My notes say he's European, that's the joke. Yeah, I mean it's sort of like fair game to be racist <laughs> against the Dutch in the sense of like, you know, POV you're in Indonesia in the sixteenth century. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm from Holland. Isn't that beer? Just- <laughs> My notes are just like, what's the bit? <laughs> because he's just doing shit and you're like, Yeah. 
<laughs> the one bit he has the, that I like is that he, after he makes a reference, he says the reference to himself. I think that um, was what I was in reference to when I remember. Yeah, I just... <laughs> that's, that's one of the things that he does. But the movie tries to like have its cake and eat it again, right? With the, the right. ultimate example of that, which is, which is Nigel's line. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. So you remember this. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Which, that's actually my unironic stance, that's, though. That's yeah. <laughs> but but the like, thing is, right? I'll take I'll take like uh, people who are intolerant of other people's cultures, but not from a movie that did. This is my twin sister. Her name. Yeah, is true. <laughs> that yeah, that comes up quite a bit. Actually, yeah, if you rem- if you have the ability this. to remember ten minutes previously, I'm sorry. This movie will make you very angry. Um, yeah. Here's a list of Goldfinger's bits. Um, mm-hmm. Number one, roller skating, obviously. Yeah. Uh, two, he's very flexible. Yeah. Three, he eats the skin off of himself. Sure. Four, he keeps saying toy. He goes like, toy, like toy. a toyger. Toy, like a toyger. Mm-hmm. Um, he does the references and then says it like weird time. Village people. Didn't mean for that to be so loud. <laughs> <laughs> or greeted by so much silence. <laughs> it really threw me off. <laughs> but like that. That's so many bits. Yeah. None of them come to fruition. This is he the just breakout, them. The breakout character of the movie. They hope they named mm-hmm. the they film named after them. this man. Like, like, this is the big one. Mike Myers has so got pleased. a new character, everybody. It's uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and his dick's made out of gold, also. Sorry, yes, I forgot, yeah, yeah. genuinely, I forgot that part. <laughs> That is like the the thing that they like soft pedal. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. the man has a golden penis, and this is like barely mentioned. Yeah, right. If I had a golden penis, it would be like ninety percent of the things I talk about. <laughs> Sick of this narrative that you have to always disclose when you have a golden penis. <laughs> but so it uh, is weird that he's Kiyosama being like ninety nine point nine percent of women <laughs> don't have a penis, but point one, and it's gold. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, his dad gets kidnapped oh, again. What a gold star, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Fucking incredible. Thank you so much. Uh, your, your chess queen's bit was, was the highlight That's of last so, night. I love that. Yeah. Someday I'll tell a joke. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Doesn't seem so, likely. <laughs> yeah, signs point to no. Uh, <laughs> the dad gets kidnapped. Uh, he uh, Austin takes Foxy back to 2002. Does not mention 9/11 happened. <laughs> uh, like literally, like this is the you know the top it, of my life. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not the next scene, but like uh, he like he fucks her. It's implied, like off screen, and then the morning after, he like shows her funny moments on YouTube, which is to he be does. to be fair, a great seduction technique, right? Mm. But like, <laughs> even so, I, this. Do, Doing an edit of this, so he's just showing a philosophy tube. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the this bit when they're both in the car. This is mm. the start of like a real issue for me because they keep doing like shot reverse shot of Beyonce followed by Mike Myers. That's true. And every time I see Beyonce, I'm like Beyonce, and then it cuts to Mike Myers. Like oh, it's troubling. It's troubling. <laughs> it's jarring. I know it's just shot reverse shot, but it's still jarring the, to me. They the should one... soft fade him in every time. <laughs> so I have enough time to be like, yeah. okay, it's coming. Star wipe. <laughs> the one thing... Do something that isn't a star wipe. <laughs> yeah, the Austin Powers wipe. One thing I will say, though, Beyonce can't act yet. 
Yeah, but she's playing across from Mike Myers, so you don't really notice. That's, that that's true. Yeah, I think she's just fine. She's she's got like star power. She's got presence, which Mike Myers doesn't. But she hasn't hit the big become Beyonce button yet, so she can't really act. And it like she doesn't need to. She doesn't have like a character. But it like I, I, I don't know. You see these movies, the like the scenes with them playing off of each other, and it's just like no, no, not really. Um, also, yeah, he he takes he takes it to the future, and her hair straightens, which is curious. Um, mm. All right, so Doctor Evil been transferred to a regular prison. He's he's <laughs> he's wearing a prison outfit, which I could describe as racist. Um, he's wearing like a do rag tied around his head. Uh, oh, it gets no, worse. No, no, it, it, it gets it gets much worse. Yeah, um, no, it's like a bandana. No, he's doing he's doing like a a Crips thing. Yes, he is because he does sea walk later. He, yes, he does. Yeah, he's got um, the. the Button up, tied up with just the one button, mm-hmm. things like this. Which is, again, like th- three different things mashed together. It's like, but. this is racist, but like, it's so confusing. It's like the Mr. Burns, <laughs> all the things trying to get through the door. I'm like, I'm not even offended by this anymore because it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not that I should be offended by the <laughs> very white, but. <laughs> Frau Fabisna shows up. I think it's, I think you're an ally if you're offended by these things. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, anytime. I'm I am also white, so I'm just a, it's a conversation we're having with each other, you know? Mm. <laughs> What's important is we both feel really good about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wokest podcasts. <laughs> Let's go, boys. <laughs> uh, yeah, what happens next? Frau Fabisna shows up, has oh, a yeah. conjugal visit. She's she's dressed in like a sort of like a white trash outfit. It's terrible. They make yeah. out, which is play for laughs. Um, but she slips him a handcuff key, mm-hmm. is the vibe. Through through kissing. Sure. We get a flashback of his childhood. He mentions casually that he was adopted. Uh huh. And at this point, if you've ever seen the movie before, you know exactly what they're fucking gonna do. Yeah. Um, oh, also, she tells him that his son Scott is becoming evil to mm. become more like him, um, which is like a, a cool sort of update, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like my parents. You know, yeah, she's becoming evil. You know. <laughs> Isolated. Every time your parents' friends ask, oh, is Alice doing? She's becoming evil. Yeah. <laughs> more and more every, every That's day. That's right. Yeah. So at this point, he tries to orchestrate an escape amongst the other inmates. They go, no. And he raps. It's a hard not like brackets Dr. Evil version. <laughs> available on Spotify. Well, it was available on iTunes at the time. but Yeah, yeah. You could get the soundtrack to this. You could. Uh, it, they made a separate music video for this that was on MTV. Uh, <sighs> get Elvis Costello in here, I think. <laughs> Night Two Heads. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's a couple of things that are like bafflingly racist about doing a parody of uh, like a rap video. Uh, when you are Mike Myers and when you're assisted by Vern Troyer. But what this culminates in is a joke about bitches that has a pun on prison bitches. And then we cut to like two ostensibly male prison inmates wearing mops as wigs and rouge. It's real bad, folks. Mm. And it's worse knowing that it's like, I, 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 f- I feel worse about this than the like, it's a man baby shit, because this is like in service of another racist joke. Like it's, it's a sort of like an ingredient in a more racist <laughs> stew, you know? It's generally getting to the point where if they do a single joke that isn't racist, even if the joke's bad, I'm like, thank you. Yeah, well, well done. <laughs> thank you for, you know what we call that? Growth. Mm. Um, <laughs> 
So they, they escape. They do like a, a spotlight bit with the guard towers, which is funnier than the fucking rap video bit. Uh, they could have just done that, but they don't. Um, <sighs> it's not. None of it is. I'm I'm trying to give it like remedial credit to be it's like funnier. It's yeah. It's it's almost funny. It has Watching a virtue of like, not eh? being offensive. That's true. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that it's funny. It's just it's just vaudeville shit. Yeah. Um, but then you know what? We got to get the mole guy back. Everyone's Whoa! favorite. <laughs> everyone's favorite guy. He comes back and mm-hmm. is like, "Hey, Austin and Beyonce. Wow, hi Beyonce. Uh, I've got an update for you. Uh, please don't comment on the mole on my face. But yeah. Doctor Evil has moved his organization to a disputed area between Japan and Russia. The, the, mm-hmm. They go known as but- Japan." <laughs> Tokyo, yeah, in fact. Yeah. Basil Exposition goes in and goes, We've got a mole in Dr. Evil's lair. And at this point, I go, oh. And then he comes out on stage, and Austin goes, You've got a mole on your face. And he goes, Yes. Well, no, he, that's the fucking joke. The joke is that he, he like he's trying men. not to say it. And it's he like keeps the saying it accidentally. It's like, mole. Mole. And it's like, but you're not trying that hard not to say the thing. And also, the thing isn't something that would occur to most people now, I feel like. Like, it's noticeable, but that's just like a shitty thing to say. Mm. Um, I quite like that Beyonce reacts like that. Beyonce is just mm. like, yeah. yeah she has for- a real genuine moment of, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, she forgot to act and she just did that like personally. She was <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah. what? Find she comes out of that scene looking great. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> she looks great the whole fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. Like morally, mm. yeah. obviously she looks great. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Ridiculous. Her makeup in the scene she first appears is phenomenal. Mm. Like, so so Doctor Evil has moved to a submarine. Oh, yeah. off of Japan, uh, and you know he he, he does a, a bunch of jokes, some of which are funny. There's a physical comedy bit where a giant globe lands on his head, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> but at the end of it, he doesn't get a laugh, and he goes, "Tough sub." Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Me in accident and emergency <laughs> at three in the morning with a tea towel on this wrist going, yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Said I was sorry. <laughs> They it's said right, they I were safety you. shears as well. So yeah, it's like, yeah. fucking good out. You just gotta be you gotta be careful with the uh, these fucking things, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, this, this has been here every night. There's just like a cable As tie. As a threat. Next to me. The As whole a warning. <laughs> Anytime you want me to move on from a bit, you're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. No, come on, Ars. I know you. I know you know how to break out of a cable tie. <laughs> come on. Come on. This isn't even a very good one. No, I know. You gotta I'll get the round afterwards just yeah. to see if I can do it. It's not, not even, it's, stage, it's though, not even long enough. It's you, like, you, you could not get like two wrists through. No, no. <laughs> Maybe later, if you're good. We could do it. <laughs> I think you could. I think you could, yeah. Uh, Sorry, this is completely... <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening to this after the fact, fuck you. Just, <laughs> just trying to, to like, threaten. puzzle out the relationships in this podcast. Let's spend the rest of the podcast. I actually can't get out of it. Chained herself to a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> she refuses to stop podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Dr. Evil is at this point wearing the Stromberg fit. Uh, he's become wet Dr. Evil. Um, and as a consequence of this, he's also become homophobic. Um, 
Like when you're at sea, you have to become homophobic. Uh, it's, it's sort of like in the international laws of the sea that you have to start saying things like, I don't think that's something one dude should say to another dude. Because a gold member like hits on him or something. Gold member uh, says that he's toit like a toiger. Yes. Which is one of his bits. Yes, Remember it, it, it's in fact the same line. It's actually the same line. If you it's look closely, it's a recurring the same line. bit to just say the same thing. Mm. Yeah, it's you just have to make a joke. It's just the same bit. Like yes. Um, something that's funny. I don't know. So so Nigel Nigel's been captured. He comes in, yeah. tries to break out. There's a kind of funny bit where he's like, yeah, I've done this so many times I don't even need to like hit anyone. You can just like tell guys to lie down. Yeah, I, I, I do I do quite like this cuz cuz the girls all around him and he goes, "Right, the way this works is you come at me one at a time and I'll take you out." And they do it and he takes them out. And then the final guy is there and he's just like, "Come on, you've got no chance. Like you don't you don't even have a name. You're an unnamed character." Like he goes, "Why don't <laughs> you just lie down do? on the floor, son?" And he does it. Yeah. And he's like, "I do quite like it. That's my favorite bit." Like yeah. and Michael Caine does sell it. Like my my favorite bit in this scene is is unintentional, but number 2, Robert Wagner is still in the movie. And he just like comes up and helps Dr. Evil at one point and just like stands there for a bit. And then later on, you just see him just like leaving. Just <laughs> and I was like, God, he wishes he could fucking do that from this <laughs> Just Robert Wagner dejectedly walking away. You're like, feel your so, brother. So Mini-Me takes Nigel to his cell. Yes. And then at we which get point we find scene. out that Nigel Powers is a little person chaser. And I'm going to explain this because the dynamic should be, uh, you know, this should be. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is very familiar. Because he, as soon as he gets alone with him, he's like, "I think it's, I think it's terrible the way they treat you. Can I see your penis?" It, it, they don't get to do a "you deserve respect" bit to a little person after spending a movie and a half doing like rude jokes about little people, and then immediately thereafter <laughs> doing a disrespectful joke. It's like this is gonna come back a lot. You just, you don't get to do that. No, no. Great portrayal of like ordinary British authority then. <laughs> <laughs> just being like, show me the penis. Yeah. Like, you deserve what's, more what's respect going on for in the getting the lips. situation yeah, there. Yeah. Ah. What you got down there? A British authority figure would never say the first part. <laughs> but, so, uh, Mini-Me gets groomed. Because he does show him his dick. The, and the, the joke is that Mini-Me has a very large penis, uh -huh. despite being a very small man. Uh-huh. Fine, whatever. And yeah, it, it, Nigel sort of begins to groom him. It's, it's uh, unbelievable. It's like genuine. The line reads, these are like co-located. He goes, mm. well, just because you're one eighth their size, you shouldn't get one eighth the respect. Beat. So is all of you in proportion? Or like <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. Genuine. <laughs> my, my DM request, the night after one of these, I thought you were so funny. What that dick do? <laughs> Not, Not much. much. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Leave I, me I, alone, heads. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I make up for it in other areas. Tough sub. <laughs> so, so Austin and Foxy go to Japan because Ooh, they have this to point, go to Japan. At this point, I was like, oh, okay. We introduced those two. Japanese women earlier on, the twins, no. they're going to come no. back because they're like no. secretly spies, right? They were trying to tell him some secret information. They weren't really, no, they never appear again. Unmedicated ADHD script writing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're just like, uh, it's gone. Next thing. Um, and yeah, they go, they got a lead to go to a sumo match fight. Uh, yes, of game. course. Of course. It's tradition. Um, 
And, I mean, like, not to get too pious about this shit, but isn't Sumo, like, a legit, like, religious observance? Yeah, isn't this meant to be, like, quite an important thing? Yeah, and what it's been defiled by is Mike Myers number three. Yeah, because this franchise has an established very large character in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah? I'm dead sexy! Look at my sexy body! It's Mike Myers in a fat suit. His name's Fat Bastard. He does a terrible Scottish accent. The guy accent. from the second one. From the second yeah, one. Yeah. The um, joke is that he's large. Yeah. And he's he's just doing some sumo stuff. Yeah. Uh, that guy he's on stage of interacting with, that's a real Shinto priest, man. Like, you're doing sumo. Mm. You, he, he grabs a guy by the cock through the fucking thing. You can't do that. It's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to surprise you to be like... When, when, this when, sumo is inaccurate. When you but say it's pretty inaccurate, when you say it's too hard, do you mean the cock or <laughs> like? I mean, sort of rock hard. It's made rigid. of gold. Ah. <laughs> no comment, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. He comes uh, out and everyone boos, and it's like there's not really supposed to be like heels. In <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Japanese wrestling, right? No, no, wrestling no. is also very big in Japan. You could have just done that. Uh, sumo coming, I was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Unless yeah, fuck you do, it, this I might the be gods. wrong. I'm happy um, to be wrong. But yeah, so uh, at this point, Beyonce helps Austin infiltrate the back rooms of the sumo joint. Uh, wearing well, we, got, it- we got Fat Bastard back, so you know what we're doing is shit. Yes, yes, yeah, we're we're doing we're doing a joke where she Ooh. she wears a traditional Japanese outfit, which I'm not even sure if it, it, is that racist. How is that racist? In which direction? Yeah, yeah, I not... need to see a picture of it now to identify. Uh-huh. Not entirely. She's wearing a straw hat. Answers on a postcard about that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know that she's pushing a laundry basket, which the dudes dump the loincloths in. They keep calling the loincloths diapers, which yeah. they're not. Like also, put... they 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 come out as like one big thing because they're like mm. fake props and as I understand it they're like actually quite intricately wrapped and yeah, yeah. we're going to spend the next hour talking about the exact ways this got sumo wrong mm. um, yeah. I would <laughs> <laughs> he d- he d- fat bastard didn't throw any salt like it doesn't it doesn't fucking honor the gods and also you could have had a joke where like, somebody's throwing salt and then fat bastard's doing it and then we see that he's throwing it on chips like come on I just thought about it off the top of my head it's better than anything in this <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> We do, yeah. we do what feels like about five more hours of jokes about how a fat bastard shits a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, Austin briefly inhales a sumo loincloth. And then we do some wire fighting jokes because Crouching Tiger and The Matrix were like current when this came out. Um, and the joke is fat bastard because he's fat needs like a giant team of dudes to hold the wire that he's wire fighting off of. Um, but the wire fighting goes wrong. He gets stuck in a sort of like suspension bondage situation. Tough sub. Um, thank you. I, I, every, every time I do one of these, I zero in on which one is going to be the drop that I come back to. Um, so like first night was going to be... I'm English. Second night was... <laughs> and, and now I know that night three is tough sub. Tough sub. <laughs> so... <laughs> So Beyonce holds this man at gunpoint yes. and, and says, please tell us the next location. Mm-hmm. She, st- she steps on him and he tries to lick her shoe. <laughs> now, two things, two things, right? One, he just like me, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. Mm. Other thing, this is one of a couple of times. <laughs> the- 
problem is I looked away and I, I missed what you... <laughs> Can, is, is, does anyone have like a, a spray nozzle for like a bottle of sparkling water? Just like... <clears throat> I filled it full of the silicone lube that makes this outfit work. <laughs> <laughs> The I what? know where you keep your spray bottle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, but no, this is this is one of a cu- abrupt change in tone. This is one of a couple of times where she gets treated like a sex object by the movie in like a really demeaning way, and the movie is just like, oh, isn't it funny that Beyonce is just uh, like beautiful? And it's like, well, not kind of, I guess. Like, it's funny if. If the joke is, oh, he's a horny piece of shit, fine. I've made tons of those jokes. That's like, I got 49,000 followers off of doing that one joke, right? But like, I, I don't know. When you do the like sort of exploitative shot up her leg and stuff, it's like, you know, it's fine when we do it, but like. Uh, and uh, Fat Buster tries to be sympathetic. Yeah, um, they do the faux profound thing from the last movie again, where he's like, I, you know, I'm unhappy because I'm fat. And it's like, yeah, okay, fine. This is a comedy movie that sort of puts the light of that because you keep making jokes about him being a fat piece of shit. And then you're immediately going to undercut that with another joke about him being a fat piece of shit. Maybe he's unhappy because you keep making fun of him, Austin. And like Hollywood still makes this movie. He basically does the plot of The Whale followed by a fart noise. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky yeah, is, is a very good one. filmmaker. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> very much enjoy all of his work. The, um, the other thing is, like, he gets a line that's like, oh, I'm, I'm quite into my sumo right now. Wow. That would have been a legitimately, like, better mm. character arc to be like, yeah, yeah, he's I'm just, just, like, I'm just honestly doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like the Tochin Ocean of this shit. I'm if, just if like, If anyone yeah. was to do an edit of, like, the, the whale post, like, Tochin Ocean fan. Bastard, that would fucking bang on, like, yeah. 2008 <laughs> Twitter, maybe. <laughs> So, you have to go back in time to do that bit. And then invent but. Twitter. I think. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think it was around in 2008. Thank We've... you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Elon, for joining us tonight. <laughs> A horrible thing to say to any audience member. Um, at, w- at which point we, we see Scott again. And last time we saw Scott was in the post credit scene of the last movie where he was wearing like eyeliner and lipstick and he was going full femboy. And this is great. Normal yeah. Again. great. Yeah. And this time he started balding. And again, if you if that happens, you just Wait, start finasteride. You know? Mm. Start finasteride, get a hair transplant, your, your podcasting will be better than ever. Um, now that I've said that, it's retroactively a business expense. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, 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 it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> uh, so Scott has kind of stepped up to the evil plate. He yes. has finally obtained some sharks with lasers, which of course Doctor Evil wanted Freaking from the first lasers. one. Um, and Doctor Evil is finally like proud of him, and they have mm-hmm. a moment of like reconciliation, which of course makes Minnie me jealous. Crucially, none of this is funny. No. Yeah, they forgot to put any jokes in this scene. Um, Sorry, I have, I have a drop for this. That is not funny. Yes, um, and then we need to go to next location because Fat Bastard tells them that the tractor beam is being built for Doctor Evil by a Japanese man. Yeah, what's that dude's name? His name is Mister Roboto. They do it immediately. Like they first don't even let you like in the next scene. He's like, least... "Hello, my name is Mister Roboto." And Oscar tomorrow got him, Mister Roboto. Yes, that's, yeah. That's at least they don't sort of like set it up for like five minutes, like the mole jokes. But still. Um, and they do some gags where like the subtitles of the Japanese that he's speaking are like obscured by an object and they exist in the world and Austin can't see what he's saying. So it's like, you think he's, he's saying, please eat some shit. But, but they explain it. Like they explain it. <laughs> we can see it with our eyes. We see, we see that it's obscured. And then, and then Beyonce moves it and she goes, no, no, no. He was saying, please have some shiitake mushrooms. And I'm like, yes. I, yep. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm there. I've got it. I got it ready. And then the next time it happens, he walks over to some shit and he says some fucking, I don't fucking even bother. And she says it, she explains it again. And I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can read. If, yeah. you cu- if you cut out all of the like explaining the joke, you could maybe have, I'm not going to say you'd have a good movie, but what no. you would have is like 60 minutes of television. Mm. I, I have some fun trivia for this. Oh, no, you don't. Yes, I do. It's not going to be fun to be. I'm going to be upset by it. The the, the original cut of this movie, it brought back back Felicity from movie two. Mm. It brought back Mustafa from movie one and two. Release the Mustafa cut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm into like Jodorowsky's uh, gold (laughs) member. Uh, But then uh, it's also three hours long. No. How did they stretch it? There's not enough for 90 minutes. <laughs> Three hours long. Three oh hours Oh my God, if I long. had the original cut of this. Like just... Avatar 2 level, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason like no time to die length. Yeah. yeah. Well, the reason why it's three hours long is because as a theory I've been developing over the course of these episodes, people stop being able to say no to Mike Myers as he gets more successful. And so they stop being able to say, no, take that joke out. No, don't do that. End the movie here. We need less musical numbers, Mike. Yes, yeah. No, your band can't be in it. No, your friends can't be in it. Um, But at at this point, he just gets everything he wants because they think it's going to make a shitload of money. And... The result is it gets cut off at a later date when someone sees the edit and is like, that's three hours long. That's like half the film. Uh huh. But crucially, someone looked at this and was like, you got to cut like an hour and a half out of this movie. Not the Japanese twins bit, though. That stays. Because <laughs> I really liked that, you know? It was just them explaining the joke, like, another, like, eight times. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole movie. Yeah. Like, did you get it? What we did there was um, you thought that she told him to fuck off, but actually, it was her name. So, so Mr. Tanaka from You Only Live Twice, whose name has been changed to a racist joke, doesn't tell them anything. They leave, making the scene pointless. There is one joke here, which is like a top secret joke, which is, uh, he, he says, uh, I think he's lying to us, Beyonce says, tell me something I don't know, and he says, I open mouth kissed a horse once. Yeah. And what's, you know what's great about that punchline? There's one of it. It doesn't. It doesn't come back. They don't go. You kissed a horse one time. I kissed a horse one time. No. It just. It just. It's there and it's gone. To be fair, Mm. not to them, but to me, they do explain that one again. They do, in fact, explain it. Sorry. Do they? Yeah. No. Beyonce goes. What? And he goes. That's something you don't know. Oh Christ. God damn. But that's. That's. (laughs) You don't have to do. It's like a serial killer, but for jokes. Mr. Editor, I gave you all the clues. <laughs> Too many, in fact. So um, they sneak backstage. They sneak uh-huh. backstage. There's a bit of Austin pisses in a in a fountain. It's not funny. Yeah, uh, the, the, I, my my note for this is hey, it's piss, and it's like yeah, great. I wrote fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the, like piss the... is piss is fine, you know, with the right person and everything. But like, it's tough sub. But. <laughs> I tell you, we haven't cheer got for piss, man. <laughs> yeah, piss heads in your... We didn't. We haven't got enough. Give it up for piss. <laughs> Let's go. One of piss one heads. of the top five bodily fluids. <laughs> yeah, after like limp. Yeah, after after blood comes spit, Bile. tears, limp, and then and piss. Did you yeah, get cum and jizz on that list? No. no. Blood Dead comes spit, moods. tears, piss, jizz, squirt. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's distinct from. All right. My, <laughs> all right. Do you, do you want? My, I was, okay. What are you looking for here? <laughs> I don't know how to segue from that to what I was going to say earlier, which is we haven't got enough use out of. Careful, Whitey. <laughs> and also, of course. Careful, Whitey. <laughs> Both of which we have on here, and on the like a, a, To be to be fair to it, there's been about fifty racist jokes that we've done thus far. Oh, that's not true. I'm sure we're not done. That we've done. <laughs> it's fine. I mean that we've like gone edit. through. Mm. Uh huh. Sure. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so summarizing slightly, they go backstage. Gold members about to smelt Michael Caine. Yeah, he penis away first, again. like Ma- a goldfinger yeah, kind Ma- of. Michael Caine hits on Beyonce, which you're old enough to be her grandfather at this point. Like, yes, yeah, optimistic. Apart from anything else, let's say. Um, and he did a gold member escapes with the like key to activate the fucking thing. Uh, at which point we get a shitty car chase, and I write down how much did Minnie and Jaguar and AOL and oh, Heineken and Virgin Atlantic chip in for this? It's Endless. The fucking mini. The mini comes out and it's got a Union Jack mm-hmm. flag on it. And I'm like, you, you that ain't no English. <laughs> I accidentally hit hatecrime.wav, which. Uh... <laughs> you never want to hit hatecrime.wav. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm like, you can't just put a Union Jack on something that's not the same as writing a joke. Now... <laughs> <laughs> good, good laugh on that. I'll note that down. <laughs> Again, if you're watching this after the fact, fuck Who you. Who would do such a thing? <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, gotta go to the lesbian. I have come to embrace the love that dare not speak its name. Thank you. So, yeah, there's a car chase with little cars because Japan. They do a weak ass Godzilla joke. Uh, Charmander mm, is there. Oh, that might be what I wrote fuck you to. No, I wrote fuck you a second time. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly that, I see. Mm. <laughs> it's just like all my notes are just fuck you. Yeah. I'm like, God, what happened in this movie? Yeah, um, that character really made an impact on you, didn't you? <laughs> 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 I like how this half of the audience got that and then there was a clear like beat beat and then you guys got it. So, so they escape, right? Uh, uh, a gold member escapes into the sub, disappears, and Austin and his dad have to have a profound argument about parenting. Because, you know, it's a movie about it's about sons and fathers. It's you know, it's a it's a real thing. It's also interrupted by the fact that Michael Caine says the word rodeo like this. This ain't my first rodeo. (laughs) I will not do a second take. Slightly effeminate Michael Caine there. (laughs) I will not do a second take. (laughs) You're only supposed to cut the bloody balls off. (sighs) See, I felt bad about that one. I was like, that's that's hack. All right, hold on. Will I try and find my balls, for God's sakes? <laughs> Me getting out of this. <laughs> yeah, it's like zero, zero. <laughs> but, so, so, it's a long time looking, you know? So, so Mike Myers fucking tries to sell you on like oh it's sad because he like he, he, he his dad was trying to be his friend instead of his father it's an orchiectomy joke folks 
<laughs> it's just good. I think it's funny. <laughs> I have fun with my friends. I don't know. <laughs> what, is that a crime now? <laughs> uh, shortly. You hit the joke. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I completely forgot another one of Goldmember's bits, by the way. Mm. He never does this bit again, which is when he's in, first introduced, he's like... Uh, a schmuck and a pancake? Fuck, that's the best bit he does it, as well. It literally is. Uh, a cigarette and a flapjack. A it's like, yeah, Dutch people like smoking something and eating like a, a, a pastry. Fine, that's funny. I'll laugh at that. I, I don't respect myself. Do they? I, uh, no. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> This is not I a mean, democracy. Would it, does any of this matter? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> the life of this world is but a veil of an illusion. Now, where the f- yeah, hang on, I'm trying to find it. Give me some- <laughs> I suggest you don't worry about this sort of thing and just enjoy yourself. <laughs> that goes for Thank you. Thank you. All. Beautiful. That'll come out in the edit. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's like... Tighten that up like a toiger. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to leave it in fuck around. Village people. So, yeah, this is so shit and so insincere that it's like, oh, yeah, I, I would like you to, like, have a serious sort of, like, emotional core to this movie because I think I can carry that off and do my band and rap and do all the jokes that I he want to do. He can carry an emotional core to this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's so wrong because he can't. <laughs> Beyonce is just there. She, she hasn't gotten any directions. Even she's just reacting to stuff as Beyonce. <laughs> it's just like quite well, like she's doing great. You know? it's yeah, just, like she's being so good. Uh, one thing I will say about Beyonce, she is Beyonce very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The best, I would say, mm-hmm. very strongly, much and yeah. much, <laughs> more and more every day. <laughs> So they, they also, in particular, they disagree about which tactics to use in breaking into Dr. Evil's sub, and they mm. decide to go their separate ways, which, yes. okay, I'm devastated. At, at which point, at which oh, point, no. Minimi defects, because he's been, like, he has a grievance with, uh, with his dad, his, with his clone, with himself. <laughs> um, and we get another fight scene of Mike Myers beating the shit out of Vern Troyer in, like, a sort of comedy of errors way. It sucks. Um, there is nothing much to say about it other than the fact that at the end of it we do some more Whoa! mole guy yeah, mole shit yeah and, the mole uh, guy is back everybody. even uh-huh. Vern Troy gets to go at the mole guy yeah that's true start, he, like, he gets to do the thing like silent he goes like, it's like I can't so having defected they make mini me look like a mini Austin mm-hmm. which and then the other thing <laughs> yeah they, they like they give him some agency for the first time in the movie by allowing him to sexually harass Beyonce um, a, a couple of times, where he like he, he like hands her some like notes with like um you know like bawdy postcard sexual harassment. Where well, the, it's the like, first the first one is he, he said it says you are so beautiful. Are you a clone of an angel? Mm-hmm. Which is like quite sweet, and they yeah, should have left DMing it there. Oh, they should have left it there. But it would have been funny if Mini Me is more charming than Austin is. But then he has to be crude about it, being like, "Do you want, want to fuck or whatever?" It's, yeah, uh. the jo- the joke is, "Do you have a little clone in you? Do you want to?" It sucks. It really, yeah, no, that's the level we're on. They do the Arthur Askey Vaudel I thank you thing, and it's fucking like explicitly. And it's like, yeah, there's a reason why we don't do musical comedy anymore. Um, it's because Apparently this of- series didn't get the fucking memo on that one. Yeah, the, the reason why we don't do musical comedy anymore is because all of the people who did it were murdered by Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Apart from one who escaped to do this movie in the persona of Mike Myers. Yeah, um, Mitch Ben. <laughs> the last one alive still doing musical comedy. <laughs> and also me that one time I came out as bisexual. <laughs> and then immediately was like, 
Nah. <laughs> Three songs to come out as Get play a bigger one. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. You can get banned in the next one. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Just philosophy tube, like interstitial cuts, just right of your face. <laughs> <laughs> just realizing all the shit about why would you like cast your friends in your videos? I just do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cast no, Reese me, as yeah. myself. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who did that voice work anyway? Um, not me. Yeah. But so, oh uh, god, what happens next? <laughs> The submarine car, Doctor Evil, never, holds the world to ransom. Yeah, he like he blackmails the world, uh, and uh, fucking Ozzy Osbourne. Oh here? yeah, there's one. There, there is one thing. There is one thing which is so. So before we get there, I uh, I do have one note, which is I put a, a cross in the Doctor Evil trans column because he just says offhandedly about a joke. I haven't laughed that hard since I was a little girl. Thank you. Which. Annoying jokes. Whatever. Bad relationship with his family. Explicitly shaved scrotum. It all makes sense. That's a trans woman, baby. I mean, we get two flashbacks of him, and he's a boy in both of them. Yeah, okay, don't. I don't want to be rude. I'm not giving him fucking props for that. He he literally doesn't (laughs) even laugh that hard before that fucking joke. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) He laughs like medium amount. Mm. Um, Sorry, that was was, was not even a comedy. Ozzy Osbourne's here. Just with a no butt. They they (laughs) just, (laughs) just no. Not even the butt. You like Carrie Fisher'd me. You were like, no, no, it's time to stop now. Just put a hand on my shoulder, just like, no, it's time to stop. Yeah, like this man is not trans mask, neither is fucking. Doctor Evil. You're right. Actually, you know, you've talked me around. This isn't funny. I apologize. Yeah, because uh, you came out here being like, "God, this movie's so good." Nah. <laughs> no, no. What are we gonna do about you? It's fine. Do some Voyager plaque bits. You know, they love that shit. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure I've got like five more in me. <laughs> so. They shouldn't but, have sent a golden record to it. They should have just sent like King Crimson up there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, and he's like, okay. They infiltrate the fucking base, is what mm. happens next. They do a racist uh. joke about Beyonce's afro like popping out when it dries. Beyonce <laughs> looks good in a scuba suit. That's true. Which is an incredibly difficult piece of clothing to look mm. good in. Yeah, new ultimate Abbey fantasy dropped scuba diving with Beyonce. Mmm. <laughs> I'll just leave you to that one. I know this broad. I'll give it five weeks. <laughs> oh, she's writing it down. She, she, we, uh, we do have uh-huh. to talk about the Aussie bit a little. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they like, in order to threaten the UN, Dr. Evil pulls a satellite that looks like a pair of tits out of the sky. In the previous movie, they had done that with a, a rocket that looked like a dick and balls. And they had done the joke, that looks like an enormous dick. And then it cuts to a guy who's like, doesn't that look like an enormous penis? And, and so on for like 25 minutes, right? Mm. This time. Maybe that's what the joke, that, that's why it was three hours long this time. It was just yeah. like, <laughs> it, was always, it was like a Stuart well, Lee. Like, it was like a Stuart Lee bit. It just went on for an hour. Yeah. Like, I think that might have been good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would maybe have watched like two hours and be like, this is. You, you okay. would have like trauma bonded to it. <laughs> you would have had like Stockholm syndrome from it. Um, but yeah, like so come back around. I'd be like, okay. Well, what we do now. instead is we 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 uh, the staff up instinct like cuts in, and instead you get Ozzy Osbourne. Well, they're using the same f-ing joke as they did in the last Austin Powers movie, which if I if I Oswald. thought Tom Cruise sounded like he was on Quaaludes, <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
th- there's outtakes of this in the credits. I didn't pull any drops because they're all just like, oh, this is, you know, it took him so long to get one line. One take out of Ozzy Osbourne. Sharon Osbourne is also there. Yeah, also Jack Osbourne, also present. The daughter, whose name I don't recall, also present. Uh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and they're Thanks. here tonight. No. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is where we get to the the core of this movie to me, which is mm. doing a bad joke and then going, "That was a bad joke, wasn't it?" Is not the same as not having done a bad joke. No, mm-hmm. it's actually worse. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> it certainly shows intent. Done a yes, good <laughs> malice of force. Exactly. Mm. That becomes first name. degree doing a bad joke at that point. <laughs> It's <laughs> so, a premediated bad joke. Yeah. They do some more physical comedy, the joke of which is Minnie Me and Austin Powers infiltrate the sub together and they have to stand on each other's shoulders, but it's Minnie Me doing the legs. That's funny for a minute. It goes on for five. And then they do the silhouette joke from the second movie again, where it looks like uh, it's Austin Powers' dick is like, you know, throwing him an apple and pointing and shit, but it's actually Minnie Me's hand. It, and I want to die. I also... Do you want to do, like, a murder-suicide? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kill James Wonder coming out. And they brought a bag lunch. Smart. <laughs> that was just oh, for no. her. Thank you. <laughs> no, I was... Fuck. <laughs> it was a direct reference to a Bakun tweet, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Google R. Bud Dwyer do with not, two Ds. Do not Google that. Yeah, don't Turn do that, actually. Yeah. as well, just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, look for videos first. Um, so... <laughs> that's right so this, is... this is the ideal audience response is slight <laughs> silence and then slight someone going, oh, going oh god, oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> yes the reaction we want in our comedy live show is fear <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why you wore the outfit step one get on the stage step two establish dominance um well, the cable ties there uh and you know step three applause right easy um <laughs> <laughs> We could just ask for it. Oh no 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 no! Cheap we're we're not we're not asking. We're telling. <laughs> Don't. I have to work with these two. <laughs> this is. I think that's the hottest thing you've ever done, Alice. Good audience. <laughs> I'd be really turned on if I had the room. <laughs> the first three rows may get wet. <laughs> Uh, the Alice Top Arc starts now live on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, We're this going point, insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's been three nights of this. Yes, I don't want to. We're nearly there. We're nearly at the end. I know. There's I no know. more. This is I the know. last night. We're nearly there. Uh, okay. Austin Powers is captured again. Yeah, they reuse the joke about reusing jokes. Uh, Doctor Evil gets another not song, the same which is as not having Donald Trump. Does he? Yeah, Beyond the Sea. Uh, he's like dancing to Didn't it, like lip syncing. Down, I wasn't. Um, they really front loaded the music, didn't they? It was yeah, like all the first half, yeah. and they're like, "Fuck, we have to make a movie." Uh, and then, yeah. and then, like in this one next scene, the rest of the plot happens. Yeah, like fully. It all just like no more scene changes. We're done with those. It's all <laughs> happening here. It's all crammed into one thing, and that's the art of screenwriting. <laughs> How would this have been three hours? <laughs> <laughs> Austin Austin is about to kill Dr. Evil with a fucking gun, which I welcome it, please. Would have been um, a great ending. Like, yeah, just like, <laughs> done, over, movie ends, Carrie Fisher shows up, go home. <laughs> you know? 
Uh, it's a gritty post 9-11 reboot. <laughs> I really want to see the gritty post 9-11 Austin Powers reboot. Well, not to worry, old man. The second one is, yes, considerably, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the opener is in black and white. Like Austin Powers beating Doctor Evil to death in a bathroom, <laughs> smashing his head off the sink. <laughs> but, but so, as he's about to shoot him, Nigel, his dad, steps in front of him and is like, "It's me, hey. Mr. Powers, the author of all your pain." <laughs> do you do you remember at the end of? Austin Powers 2, when you did a joke about how it's a hack joke to do I am your father, like Star Wars did. Well, mm. do you know how, you remember how it's a hack joke to do and you're secretly brothers all along? Another thing the Bond franchise <laughs> did. so did! Unironically, it just did, Inspector. No Time to One Die of the worst should, movies of all be, time. should be paying gold member fucking royalties. Um, I, I still can't believe they did that. The author of All Your Pain. The author was, of All Your Pain was, yeah. was my brother all along. And then yeah. he goes to see him in the prison. In the brothers all along. <laughs> Just imagine if in the next James Bond film when Amazon remake it, they like Blofeld's been cloned, but he's wanted this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure they'll do that sensitively. Really oh, just ripping it off. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who's just seen Goldmember watching a second movie, like, damn, this. But so so Nigel goes, No, you you're you're secretly brothers, you're all along. We intercut some like old footage of Michael Caine to make it seem like they were like, you know, he was he was there at the time and he was young and they got blown up in an accident that killed their mum and separated at birth or like after birth or whatever the fuck. <laughs> what, what I do love is the last <laughs> We're nearly, we're so, so nearly there. So close. What the, the last time we? <laughs> no, no, that is wrong. <laughs> the last time we did the flashback thing, which is very funny, is um when Doctor was talking about his his adoptive father, he refers to a Belgian man and his fifteen year old love slave with webbed feet found me and raised me as their own. Just, just like, like European good. shit. It's yeah, a good joke. The yeah. Europeans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Any joke that's just like Europe's a bit fucked, isn't it? I'm just like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> every joke that England's a bit Everybody, fucked. Everybody, I'm from Holland. It is weird. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> and of course, they share a border with the Dutch. Uh, <laughs> Yuck. So at this point, I'm just like, oh, great. Isn't this magical? Because the movie really does try and be profound here. And th you get the thing, like, honest to God, like, Austin, <laughs> Austin gets, like, a legit monologue, which a 19-year-old <laughs> a, a on Tumblr would caption, <laughs> Austin Powers says trans rights, because what Austin Powers says is, You can spend your whole life trying to win your parents' acceptance, believe me. But at the end of the day, you've just got to do it for yourself, baby. Uh, no, not, no, no, not taking that from the movie that gave me fuck me and fuck you. No, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, no. And it, it really means it, too. That's the saddest thing about this. Also not taking this from a movie that has been more homophobic than the previous one. Yes, literally. Wait, and, wait, whence comes this bullshit? Did Mike Myers become a father comes. in real life? Yes, he did. Why? Yeah, he okay. did. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Austin Powers trying to do like a a, a, a sensitive father bit, like oh, God. <laughs> like in fucking <laughs> 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 yeah, 
octopus is toxic treasure. <laughs> but so, so they do some more fucking musical bits, right? Um, uh, fucking Doctor Evil turns good. We learn his like real name is Doug, which is a maple leaves joke because Mike Myers is Canadian. Um, what? <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you this, you know, so I, they should have to tell you if they're Canadian, but they really don't, and there's no ACAB way. ACAB stands for Assigned Canadian. Assigned, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Foxy Cleopatra is also present. She's there. She's taken know. hostage. Hey man, somebody you know else is be? also present. The fuck of the movie is named after. Oh, yeah, mm. I forgot about that J. guy. Jay Costa Gold member. I'm like, oh, I remember. <laughs> There he is. Yeah. And he goes, no, I'm going to do the, the blowing up the earth thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then Scott, they stop. Scott Evil like runs away because he's like, no, I, I remember the rest of this movie. Um, <sighs> well, they, there is one bit that is slightly funny where Goldmember's up on a catwalk and as he's defeated, I think Foxy Cleopatra like throws him off and we think he's going to fall in the shark tank. And they go, <gasps> and then they cut and he's just landed right next to it. Yeah. That so, is good to bam. me. Yeah. yeah, that is quite funny. He, he also dies like Yentl, yeah. which is fun. Because uh, do you know why that's good? Because they do setup and then they do a reminder. Because <laughs> the first guy, fucking Mr. Robota. By the way, Mr. Robota, he's dead. I'm sorry. Um, if anyone was a character, Mr. Robota, uh-huh. they threw him in the sharks with freaking laser beams on their freaking heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pool, and then later they drop the gold thing, the the tractor beam activation, which by the way is shaped like a dick. I just, mm-hmm. They drop that in there, and then Gold Member falls, and he doesn't hit the. He's, yeah, mm-hmm. he he like gets electrocuted. Uh, the is we've been talking about this for like an hour and a half, and every time I go to explain why I think a joke is good, I'm like, oh, we didn't mention like eight oh, you, you, shit you wrote, bits they did. You, you wrote "fuck off" here. "Off" is in all caps, and it's dug into the paper. Like, that, <laughs> that's like imprinted. You could like yeah, you can do see that on the other side. Yeah, yeah. See on the next page. Uh huh. It's just like Devon has written the word "off" at some point. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> It's Beyonce in full caps, like Ian like I'm holding it. <laughs> Beyonce? It's like torn through. It's like it's like written by the Hulk. Remarkable. I don't even remember what that's in reference to. I gotta be I, honest it, with you. It could be almost It's I, just a summary, I think. I, I, I think it's the joke where he like Doctor Evil's pants rip off and Austin, who is down a ladder from him, goes, I used to think you're crazy, but now I can see your nuts. Yes, it is that. And don't worry, don't finish groaning yet. And that's and the reason why I wrote fuck off is <laughs> don't finish he... groaning yet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <again>. um, <laughs> he does that, and then he does the fucking look directly at the camera. Thank you very much. Thing, and I'm like, oh, thank you. I oh, thank you. And it's like every time you make a bad joke, and I go, that was a bad joke. And I'm like, yes. Hey, but the I you think you thing, the, the I think you thing is one thing that they don't explain where it's from. It's a musical comedian called Arthur Askey, and ordinarily every this, other joke way. in this movie, they'll be like Arthur Askey. By the way, that was a bit regarding Arthur Askey. Mm, yeah, exactly, and that keeps coming up. But thankfully, they and don't. Then he'd be in it like Bert Bacharach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who isn't in this one? Is he? Uh, he's in the credits. Oh God! And he's here tonight. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, he is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so, oh yeah, my final note is Bert Baccarat is here. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I, I got a whole page left. So oh uh, I know, I know. We'll get through it together. Paragraph. John Travolta is here. Yeah, <laughs> Gold Member dies, and then it's revealed to be John Travolta because it's it's back in the framing device of the movie, right? Except we know who's in the movie because we saw it at the start. There's Tom Cruise. 
there's Gwyneth Paltrow, there's uh, Kevin Spacey, Danny DeVito, and John Travolta, which means they whitewashed Foxy out of the movie because they <gasps> because they couldn't think of a second black actress Ooh. for one dollar and name a second actress <laughs> and and here is my contribution i think they missed the funniest possible joke which is to make beyonce's movie double kelly Rowland. <laughs> oh that's so good yeah yeah oh well uh, so they, they they get out of the fucking uh, premiere. Doctor Evil's there. He's he's good now. Fat bastard. Fat, yeah, bastard, fat bastard is, is there. Here. No longer fat because of a joke which has aged beautifully. I went on the subway diet. You know, just like Jared. You know, like well, Jared. We'll have to play that again because they <laughs> screamed up. All right, sh- all right, all of you, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you will find a ball gag under your seat. Buckle it in oh, now. Yeah. I went on the subway. <laughs> Shush, 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 shush. I went on the subway day, you know, just like Jared. <laughs> they really do name drop Jared Subway. I, I assume he has a surname. I assume the subway company is like not. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the nonce. Yeah. I assume that's not his who, name. Who right? is this man? Jared, J- Jared Fogel. Jared Subway. He did the- he he oh, lost Fogel, a lot of weight okay. on on the on meeting Subway, and then he yeah. became like the face of Subway, and then he nonced. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like oh, no! they, they used him for yeah, no, all of really their branding. Oh, all of he them. was like ninety percent of our like budget. <laughs> and you know, like someone at Subway headquarters like, "Did the sandwiches cause this? We just have, like, we just have to." There's check, a pretty like, good Auntie Donna sketch about that actually. They, like, it, it was like as devastating to Subway as it would have been to this movie if Mike Myers had been accused of something. Ooh. Like he was so central to their brand, and it, he was right up there. He was on all the ads, and then hypernonce, mega nonce, omni straight cross state lines and everything. Like it cosmic nonce. Oh my. Wow. He was nonsing on planes he, of existence we plan- don't know the <laughs> like of yet. He was planning shit out. Like he was going he went did a charity marathon in New York and had set up the nonsing before he even the got to New York. Fucking No, I mean for real. <laughs> Jesus. He had like a nonce itinerary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is what made it federal because he planned it before he crossed state lines. <laughs> oh. So suddenly the fucking FBI was involved what? in getting this nonce in. The I, mean, I, don't nonce. Know, like, I don't want that to be real like gradations of noncery, but like these also like a very bad one. Yeah. Like also, yeah. I, I feel like it's concerning that in like sixty six point six percent of these shows, we have zeroed in on someone's troubling federal case against them. <laughs> yeah. What is with this movie? My one heads in your. What. <laughs> A random task. But so so <laughs> so they get out of the theater, and this is the ultimate way that I know that Mike Myers is full of himself. He wrote himself in a kiss with Beyonce, and she says she because I think they probably knew this was going to be the last one. She says thank you, Austin, for everything, and then kisses him, and then it like pans up and like outside the movie theater, like thank you, Austin Powers, for being such a great cultural juggernaut. Yeah, <laughs> for all your fantastic contributions to cinema. As as hey. if you were going to be surprised, right? The, the kiss is like dead. There's no chemistry to it. Fucking Mike Myers had more chemistry with Nathan Lane. Um, actually, that's a funny. Get him back in. Funnier joke. He should have been playing get him Beyonce. To do the kiss. Like in the fucking... Mike Myers leans in and she spins around and it's Nathan Lane again. Uh huh. Uh huh. So the thing is, right? Closing up now. If you if you read the if you read the scripts for these online, uh, you can see that a lot of work went into saving Mike Myers from himself. 
um, a lesson for many auteurs. They cut a lot of his like worst ideas. The more successful he got, the less they could control him. And if you extrapolate from Goldmember, where there's like a studio guy going, this guy is like, this guy's great. He can do no wrong. He is, if you will, solid gold, right? If you extrapolate from Goldmember, the next Mike Myers movie, every role is played by him and it's 100% racist. Yeah, it's a Norbit situation. And that movie exists. And it's called The Love Guru. We're not going to be doing The Love Guru. Do you remember all the times we said we weren't going to do Austin Powers? Oh, God! Yes, yes because I very specifically went in and cut, cut them all for the promo. <laughs> all right, do you, do, like do you want to do the, like, work. set up, uh, not pay off, reminder, 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 and just say we're not going to do The Love Guru a bunch more times? Do you know, do you know what, though? Like, it, the movie does, The Love Guru does kind of say some things about masculinity? Okay. For those of you in the audience, fuck. Mm. You, for those of you in the audience, you're getting a real sneak peek. I mean, first of all, careful, Whitey. After like, that's after, a problem. Is it is it more racist to make an Indian person watch this movie with us, or more racist for us to just do? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Uh, if you can find a guest, we'll do it. We got like four uh-huh. weeks before. No, we got like six weeks before this like recording comes out. We could probably. F- <laughs> yeah, find. this is this is us making ourselves a vacation. Uh, but what? <laughs> we're gonna go to India. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? Fine. Yeah, sure. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Next, Kill James Bond live show is not Strata Space Project. It's actually even further mm. outside London in <laughs> India. <laughs> But so, like, what does this have to do with James Bond Just or indeed masculinity? Honestly, I think Stratham's is part of Central London. Um, Actually, to be fair, the traffic was good tonight. You need to get on one, well, like one item of transport to uh-huh. get from London to India. You need to get like four to get down to. That's 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 <laughs> true. Stress them to India though, it's like 50. Um, well, oh, but like, it just says don't. You're like, you yeah. put it in on Google, like, no. But like, what, what does this have to do with like, and I, I open this question to, yeah. to my co host, what does this have to do with bond or masculinity or either? Uh, well, if this is the one thing, Austin Powers caused the James Bond series to have such a crisis on itself. True. Yeah, true. It, it so so Daniel Craig's ass so hard that like, Bond had to become serious, and then later on, it was doing bits that were like ripped from the Austin Powers That's series. True. Like this has been this is the tail wagging the dog. This has been the author, I would say. No, of all, you... of all his pain. You motherfucker! There's your button. You absolute motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 Abby. Anything? Thoughts? I mean, I wonder where they're going to take James Bond next now that Austin Powers has kind of faded a little bit. It's coming back to horny again. It's going back, do you think, to yeah. horny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going back to self-parody in the 60s and like motorcycles folding up into backpacks and shit. It's coming back. It's time. <laughs> Give me a silly movie, please, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Moon Pussy beckons. But... <laughs> Like, I've heard this. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> but again, we're closing the sky. So, yeah. sorry. <laughs> but so, so this this franchise is like it's a love letter to the Kessler syndrome heads. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for giving me a woo for Kessler syndrome. <laughs> Quintessence. Um. <laughs> Good audience. I'm very proud of you. Um. <laughs> 
yeah, it's it's a love letter to like a, a, a pass. To what? To what? <laughs> what is this a love it's letter a love to? Love letter to Mike fucking Myers. This is a, love yes. this is a, this Sorry, is a hate mail Hang to on, me and us. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is like one of the most pathetic pieces of hate mail I've received since that person on Tumblr the other day who tried to threaten me by sending me dialogue from Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> this was a terrible use of all of our time. Yeah, baby. It is a love letter to the previous two Austin Powers movies. And by the end, it's a love letter to the lines that came like four minutes ago. <laughs> I remember that. Wasn't that good? I'm like, yeah. no! <laughs> the, the, the twist ending of this movie is like Scott Evil is fully bald, fully evil. And I, I guess now it has lived to see Gen X go bald and take up the mantle of evil in real life. But it still wasn't prepared for the 2000s, which were the original Scott Evil's decade. So it's just done now. They keep threatening to do another one. They haven't. I, threatening is the verb. Yes, yes. I, I hope they won't. Um, we, maybe we're like due for a new one. I really hope we're not. Uh, well, how would you parody like Craig Bond? It's like... I just have them like suck on the fingers for an hour and a half. (laughs) We could write a pretty effective parody. Doctor Evil's fucking halfway there already with the yeah, yeah, yeah. Visual joke for those of you listening later. Well, well, bye. We have a science-based system. (gasps) Oh yeah. (laughs) Do you know? Every single night thus far, I have been like. Perfect, all right, let's get rid of it. <laughs> and then you'd be like, we have a science-based rating system. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Right, right. The conceit of the I'm, podcast. And I'm, yeah. I'm actually fine, because... Tough sub. <laughs> but, so, it's called the SCUM spectrum. It is. It stands for SMARM, cultural insensitivity, unprovoked, unprovoked violence, violence, and misogyny. Violence. Yes. Mm. How smarmy is this film? <laughs> <laughs> One million <laughs> Can we say ten? I think it's pretty bad. Ten out of seven? Yes. I mean, what did we do for the last two? Like uh, nine and last eight. Last time we gave it six, oh. and I didn't six? write it down the first time because I forgot my notebook. So not unreasonable. Ten. Uh, ten. Ten. It's yeah. so pleased with itself. The existence of Whatever, the film mm-hmm. is so pleased with yeah. itself, and it's always like fucking sucking itself off about like Mike Myers' Hollywood friends. Like ten, ten. Kill, em, kill them all and let Pod sort them out. <laughs> Thank you. Genuinely, Mike Myers should be like extradited to Japan and put on trial. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Cultural insensitivity. Ten. Genuinely, Ten. he should be extradited to Japan and put on. I think they still have a death penalty, do they do? If not, they should bring it back. <laughs> Does not, anyone do brown face in this film? No. Well, they tried to, but it got cut. <laughs> That's a fair point. Is that gross? Yeah, the three-hour Mustafa cut. Really, was two and a half hours. It was like flashbacks. Really gets into his character. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you learn a lot about Mustafa <laughs> when you learn. <laughs> when you learn the secret reason for Mustafa's brown You'll face. You'll be ashamed of your words and deeds. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Shit. Maybe. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay. I don't know. No, it's not we get it. Face, Is it more are, offensive? There are two non-Japanese people. Who are being billed as Japanese? I, mean, I, I don't know do if in that accent counts. too. I honestly think "fuck me" and "fuck you" is as bad as it gets. Like outside of fucking like an actual racial slur, like yeah. which which they tried to have in the first one. Yeah, yeah so which bad. they did try to have in a god. Christ yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. A ten. 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 I know ten. that makes it more racist than "live and let die," but I don't care. We don't have to be consistent. Careful, whitey. <laughs> Un- unprovoked That's violence. Mike Myers, by the way. This, this one might save it because 
Um, I mean, they kill gold member, I guess. He, he was trying to destroy the world. That's that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty big provocation. Yeah, they don't do the human. If someone's shield trying joke. to destroy the world, you should kill them. Uh huh. <laughs> Flashing up like unconnected images uh-huh. of like Exxon Mobil executives passing. Interesting. You can look them up. It's on Company's house. I I honestly don't know. It's got to be low, right? Like a two something like it is remarkably low. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to think of anyone so who was like she might be well, I fucking detest unprovoked violence mm-hmm. first as a statement and then also just like it keeps saving <laughs> movies I hate yeah. does, does the mini me fight count as like we're supposed to think that's amusing yeah, yeah it's funny it it's sexually unprovoked guy. yeah, yeah it, it does unprovoked. All right, cool. for, for, yeah 50 fuck them yeah <laughs> 10 10 10 no I don't put a 10 I mean 3 4 4, four, four. Yeah. whatever <sighs> misogyny so ten. <laughs> 10 is it as misogynistic as previous ones no because it doesn't have anything about women it's like it's gone from like oh women are too stuck up to like women are too horny and it makes me scared to Beyonce exists and is in this movie <laughs> she's not a character she doesn't she barely gets lines it's like it's objectifying <laughs> but it's objectifying in a way that's like mostly silent and so for that I would give it like a 5 is that a bit hard I don't know. What do you think? I was thinking more like three. Do you want to split the difference and go four? Yeah, I'll go four. All right, let's go for four. That gives it a total score of 28. The yes. joyous. Yes. Which means movie. it is now tied with Live and Let Die and Atomic Blonde as the worst film we have ever seen on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, will, I'd say so, yeah. Will we ever find a movie that like breaks through the through that ceiling of 28 and is more offensive than these? And like Ooh. also what a trio. Like I'm sure we can find one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called The Love Guru. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. That's that that's that's the most psychological trauma that we can like possibly do. And also, I've I've been sitting on this this seat for like an hour and a half, and oh, this is uncomfortable. There's 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 like a tuck situation. Oh, oh are you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is there, is there a, is there a tuck situation? I, it's it slightly it's me. slightly uncomfortable. Uh-huh, is yeah. that is that? I'm fine. Yeah. Is it a I've run out of silicone lube. <laughs> I'm just like squeaking now, like a like a fembot that needs oiling. Hmm. Later, if you're good. We have been Kill James Bond. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, for, for real. Let's, yeah. let's, bring, let's bring it in. My final mm. note on it says, <laughs> if anyone says, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Burt Bacharach near me, it's going to MK Ultra activate me. <laughs> in a post-credits scene, which we're not counting. It's not Thank real. you so much for coming. Thank you, especially to those of you who made it to all three nights. <laughs> Thank you to Stressum Space Project for the tech and the venue. Yeah, hell yeah. That's right. We have been Kill James Bond. Good night. (laughs) 